Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Every week the NFL is as challenging as, as there is in professional sports, and our team comes ready to play, and I give our players a lot of credit. This time of year they've been at their best, and you know I think the last couple of weeks you've seen signs of that with this team this season like we have in the past, and this will be a big challenge this weekend here in, in Orchard Park and at home in December in a, in a meaningful game, and these are the games you love playing in. This is what you work so hard for during the season. The push continues for the Buffalo Bills. They could clinch a spot as early as this weekend and not have to worry about trying to clinch the playoff spot in 2024. They can get it done this year. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Final hour of Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell with you all here as well. And the question that I have is, well... They haven't clinched the playoff spot yet, but who are you scared of? Who are you most confident against if the Bills draw up someone in the postseason? Let's clarify one thing before we continue. They have not clinched a playoff spot yet. And if they lose to the New England Patriots, they don't deserve a playoff spot. That needs to be said, situated for everybody. There is our disclaimer, getting it out of the way. This disclaimer also should not matter to the discussion. I say this in response to uh, Andrew on Twitter. None. I worry about everyone always have. This Bills team plays down to opponents. And in all honesty, I don't want to have this conversation until Buffalo makes the playoffs. Well, I like cheap talking points and fun discussion. So, so that's why we're having it. Um, also known as an agent of chaos, everyone. Yes, that's me. Oh, really? Really? Me? Yeah. Agent of chaos? No, no way. No. That's not something I would do. No, not not at all. Whatsoever. Have you answered? By the way, I would like to give my answer, uh, but I think now is the time to probably have us really lay into those answers and kind of like rank it so to say the teams that are alive and um which ones would you fear more than the others okay so why don't we do that you and i i obviously would say 
at the bottom of this list, the team I'm least scared of is uh, is the Raiders. They have been playing better under Antonio Pierce. They are more scrappy, but there is a lack of talent there. And yes, they beat Kansas City, but guess what? Kansas City beat themselves too. Yeah, four turnovers. Was yes, it? a couple fumbles, a couple picks, pick six. There was a pick six right after a fumble, fumble scoop recovery. and score. Scoop and score, yeah. And then they did nothing else. They were the. F- they had they sixty to pass. Yeah, they had sixty-three three passing quarters. yards in the pa- in the first half. And I'm pretty sure they didn't first do quarter. At, yeah, Derek, first quarter. But then that did, yeah. they didn't do anything else after that through the air at all. There's no way I'm scared of a team like that. A team that you already thoroughly handled and probably could again. Like I'm the least scared of the Pittsburgh uh, of the uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to come up next on this list, actually, mostly because you don't know which quarterback you're getting. Mason Rudolph, who is Cheeks, or Kenny Pickett, who is also Cheeks. And you want to tell me that the Bills wouldn't make either one of their lives a living nightmare? Yes, Pittsburgh has a good defense, but their quarterback room is so terrible. I fear Aiden O'Connell more than I do their do the Steelers quarterbacks, but I also know that Pittsburgh's defense has more of a right to be above the Raiders in terms of these ranks. You're not worried that they kind of woke up George Pickens at all? No. No? Because the Bills do a great job. Hey, here we go. We get some taste and some flavor in this uh, discussion. I'm not scared necessarily because the Bills do a great job against number ones. Taron Johnson, if he's in the slot. Razul Douglas on the outside. Christian Benford has been very solid as cornerback, too. I'm not scared of, uh, of a good wide receiver core here. That's all you really have to worry about is maybe... <clears throat> something like that, or the Pittsburgh defense making plays on you. Yeah. Najee Harris is Jalen and Jalen Warren is nothing to really exactly game plan around. Yeah. So. I'm not worried about that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, next one I would say is, uh, is Indianapolis overall their roster. Like I have kind of called into question how they keep winning games, but they do. It's more of circumstance and opponents that have gotten them to where they are. More so than the talent on their actual roster. Yeah, I think they're they're back in the atmosphere now. Yes. What happened last week to them against Atlanta is pretty damning. Yes. You know, They've lost of those... two of their last three. The win that they had was against overtime. Pittsburgh. Um, that was not very convincing. Right. Was that too long ago, that overtime game? They oh, yeah. To... Against Tennessee? Tennessee. That was four weeks four ago. Four weeks ago? Four games ago. So they escaped in overtime against Tennessee. Then they lost to the Bengals. Win against Pittsburgh in a game where, again, that's why they're lower on the list uh, because they show no fascination with offense. And then um, losing to Atlanta. So I'm not really worried about the Colts. Uh, They just keep winning games more or less because they had very favorable opponents and have been able to scrape in a couple of them in a row in order to help. I'm not very convinced with them. Anthony Richardson on this team would scare me, but they also have more of a boom or bust potential to them. Gardner Minshew just makes them mid. It feels like years ago already that they have seen Anthony Richardson on the field. Right. It really does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. Um, the next team I would put on here, Denver. Yes, Denver did beat Buffalo, but Buffalo beat Buffalo more than Denver did. And they're dealing with a quarterback conundrum now of sitting Russell Wilson. And if they make the playoffs, are they still going to play Jared Stidham? Through the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. 
Isn't that the stipulations of why they wanted Russell Wilson on the bench? Right. I mean, the, I mean the, the insurance policy effectively doesn't just stop because they're in the playoffs. Yeah, no. Like, don't lie to me. This is about the money. Yeah. Like, come on. And I would think that a coach's director, Sean Payton, would actually say that. But no, no, yeah. he's not. And of course not. Um, next one, Cincinnati. They are a much weaker team with Jake Browning at quarterback than, the, than having Joe Burrow. And I'm obviously bringing in all of these teams because they are all still alive in a technical basis. Yes. Most of these teams are the seven seed that are going to face Miami or Baltimore first. Actually, if the Bills make the two seed, they would take on the seven. So actually, I should be take, talking about all these teams. Long-winded way of saying I'm including everyone. Cincinnati, over in their own division. Very forgettable season. Very forgettable For season. Three and seven in the conference. Chase one of those being a, one of their wins against the Bills. But again. Burrow's the quarterback. He was actually starting to play his best ball yes. uh, when Cincinnati beat Buffalo. And this credit, is, they, are, they they deserve a little bit of credit for being where they are right now. Yes. Considering they were dead in the water. Scratching, clawing their way into the playoff conversation. Uh, next up, I would uh, have Houston up here. I do believe in the Texans. I do believe that they are a solid team, a young team on the rise. But you know what Sean McDermott does really well? Torments rookie and second-year quarterbacks. Uh, that is why I don't think that they're going to be higher than even Jacksonville on this list because of the fact that if C.J. Stroud does have to come into Buffalo, it's not going to be a fun time. He's been very safe with the football, but I do think that the Bills would be able to force a couple mistakes out of the rookie quarterback because that's what Sean McDermott does to young passers. It's just a way of life. Stroud's off. There's an injury report this week, too. That bodes well for Houston. Missed him for a couple of weeks. Time for time for us to have some fun here. Okay. Because there are five teams remaining. They're all obviously the ones above Buffalo. The one I'm putting in fifth, Kansas City. I am not scared of the Chiefs anymore. And if you are, you're, you're afraid of ghosts. Because this team that is in Kansas City this year, be it at home or on the road, if the Bills have to go ahead and play against Kansas City, it's the most likely right now is the 3-6 matchup. Guess what? You're afraid of a ghost. You're afraid of the fact that they've lost there in the playoffs in the past. I am not afraid of that because that does not dictate their future. The Chiefs have found more ways to lose games for themselves, almost as many as the Bills, in frustrating ways, in different ways, but also in sometimes relatively the same exact ways. Kadarius Tony has lost them football games by himself. And... They are becoming a punchless offensive team, and the Bills have shown if we need to scrape by, well, we could do that against Kansas City. Their defense is better, but that doesn't mean that they're invincible all of a sudden. No, it is going to be a tough game, but I'm not scared of them anymore. I'm scared of other teams that have more talent, but right now, Patrick Mahomes is being dragged down by the rest of that offense. My counter-argument to you, which I don't fully believe, but I know it's there. You just want to have because we want to have discussion. Yes, I'm not. A, I'm not a proponent of this. So much to say. Yeah, but because like in, in my head, formulating my response was I counter argued you, and then I immediately found a counter counter argument to my counter argument. The counter argument <laughs> I will present to you is pedigree, which I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah, but they know how to win there. The air quotes. They know how to win there. They get yes. there. They know how to win there. The counter argument to that is. There's a good chance they're going on the road. And they've never had – this isn't your father's Chiefs. Yeah. Okay? So They're not last year's Chiefs. That's why I, 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 yeah. I hate the argument of they know, once they get there, they know how to win. 
They, That's why they, I'm not this scared is, of This is not the same old unit they've gone into the playoffs with before. This That's is, why I'm not scared of even going to Kansas City as the sixth seed. Not honestly, scared. Honestly, neither am I. Yeah. But I know there's that presentation of get Patrick Mahomes to the playoffs. Yep. You've got a chance. You've got a fighting chance. Exactly. But it's never been with this, this cast group, of characters yeah. before. This group, which has been a ball and chain. Next up, I'm going to put Jacksonville. <laughs> if they were healthier, they'd be higher on this list, I think. Um, if Trevor Lawrence was healthier, I should say. But they have been not playing very good football at all. And I do believe, though, that like this was a tough one for like four and five between them and Kansas City. But I am more worried about their collection of weapons than I am of the Chiefs. If the defenses are on relatively the same level, and I do think that talent-wise they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, execution's the difference between Kansas City's defense and Jacksonville's. But Jacksonville has a lot of weapons that you should be rightfully afraid of. If Lawrence is healthy, he can play good enough, as he did in London, against the Bills. Calvin Ridley ripped this team apart, if we do all painfully recall. Yep. Um, so, again... There is something there. Is Kirk done? For, is there a chance Christian Kirk could come back? For this season? Yeah. I'm not sure. But, I, again, they still have Zay Jones as, an, as, a, as another ETN. option. ETN's a pass-catching option. Yep. They ha- Evan Ingram. Yes. For, so, like, they have weapons. I'm more scared of that collective. Next up, we're in our three. We're in, we're in this final three teams here. Say it. I'm putting Cleveland here. Oh, yes. Okay. I thought you said Baltimore. I'm putting Cleveland here because there's only so far a statue in a pocket will go. Especially with the pass rush that the Bills have and employ. They can make a game for a statue quarterback a real pain. Okay. And cause Joe Flacco to make mistakes like he did against Chicago. And yes, the Bears did bear and trip over themselves and lose that game. But, yeah, the, we've seen the Bills do that too. But at the same time, I have more faith in the Bills' defense to kind of make things a little worse consistently. And I have more faith in Joe Brady to take control with the run game if needed instead of trying to throw the ball all the time like the Bears ended up doing late in that game. I like that point. Number two, I am putting the Baltimore Ravens. Now, a lot of people are going to get upset with me that Miami's the one. And we'll get there. But Baltimore, to me, is steady as it goes. But they have one thing missing that Miami does not. The fact that they are due. The trap door Uh for the Baltimore Ravens will be coming sooner rather than later. Because that has been this NFL season, and it's the most superstitious thing that I have. The other thing that Miami has here, that why they're going to be the top team on this, throw everything out the window in a divisional game. Logic be damned. History be damned. Nothing is concrete in a divisional game, especially playing a team a third time, is terrifying. Look at a couple years ago. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were 0-2 against the New Orleans Saints during the season. 
they come into Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Terrorized Brady. Whooped on New Orleans. Yeah. And, of course, we get nothing good in this world. Tom Brady wins his sixth ring. Or is it seven for him? I don't remember. Oh, good God. Anyway, my point being, throw all logic out the window when it comes to a divisional opponent. Yes, Buffalo has a great history with them. Guess what? In the playoffs with a division rival, throw it all out. Nothing matters. They escaped when Skylar Thompson came here last year. That is why I'm still more scared of the Miami Dolphins than I am the Baltimore Ravens. That margin's close because Baltimore's a more complete team. But Miami does have the weapons, the caliber, and improving defense. And I can take all of that logic that I just presented and throw it in the garbage. Our top three were totally different. What was yours? I would have... You went... I went Cleveland, Cleveland, Baltimore, Baltimore, Miami. Miami. I would have gone Baltimore, Miami, Cleveland. You still have the Browns. I think you could have... I think a couple of your arguments you presented probably would have had me switch Miami and Cleveland, Mm -hmm. being that it would be the third time you see the Dolphins. And it depends where, too. It does depend where. where. But also, I mean, the Bills have gotten a lot better at running football, so Uh I'm I'm not as scared about, like track meet team playing in the snow anymore right which if the bills are at home i'm not as worried about that anymore because they've one of the best offensive lines in the league Mm -hmm. joe brady has learned that running the football from under center is a lot better and smarter looking at you kenneth almost went a full show (laughs) almost went a full show you know i gotta throw that shade when i can yeah the the shotgun sprint job will haunt my dreams forever it's a sickness it is It, it is I should probably go see someone about it. <coughs> All right. All right. So consensus is Browns, Dolphins. Ravens. Browns, Dolphins, Ravens in any order is probably the most scary group that we're going to get here. Uh, if you're scared of Kansas City, don't be afraid of a ghost. Nope. These are not the Chiefs of last year. They're not the Chiefs of two years ago that beat you in 13 seconds. They are not the same. They're a team that actively beats themselves almost in a way that the Bills do. So... But Tommy on Twitter saying, if I have to watch another Bills and Chiefs game in Arrowhead, I'm not going to use the last words of these sentences, but um, he would not be happy. So, and I get it, but they've beaten Kansas City in Arrowhead. Yes, regular season, blah, blah, blah. They can do it. They've done it. It's okay. Now we'll go around the league coming up in the next segment. Find out what are the games that we do need to look out for, not just for the Bills, but for the rest of the playoff seating in the AFC and in the NFL. That's coming up on the other side here on Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's one of those plays that he bailed us out of, for sure. For my part, communication wasn't the best to give him at least an opportunity to, to I mean, I think there's three guys in the backfield. You know, you'd like maybe one or two, but he found a way, as he always does. And, it, it, you know, we were in the moment, so we were just kind of worried about what the next play entailed. But that was one of those plays after the game where you were just, you're glad that 17 wore a Buffalo Bills jersey. The Buffalo Bills have themselves a chance to clinch a playoff spot this weekend. And we'll get into how that can happen, as well as going around the rest of the NFL. But real quick, we've gotten a couple answers on this question uh, from Twitter. We're going to get connected with our fans real quick. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. There have been a lot of answers here, and I'm seeing the most common being um, Jacksonville of all teams. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me at all. Most of it being that they've had Buffalo's number on a regular basis. So, but again, that tells me that, like, I'm not worried about Jacksonville necessarily as a team because they have the Bills' number. I'm going on because if that's the case, since, Cincinnati would be up like, up at like two. Your team is not as good. And Jacksonville right now is... just something about the Jaguars. But the Jaguars are also more likely to follow the playoffs right now than Buffalo is. Well, you said it yourself. you got to include them. Yeah. But that's that's my thing. Likely this or not. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still... Also, Jacksonville's playing Cleveland in the first round. In in the most likely circumstance. Mm -hmm. So... I'm not worried necessarily. I don't worry about trends or like if a team has another team's number, because um, that's why Kansas City's not that high for me. Like, oh yeah, playing Kansas City and Kansas City in the playoffs. Mm-mm. That's not going to worry me. Well, you're a better man. I try to be, <laughs> <laughs> but there are also still ways that the Bills went out and could have the door slammed shut on them. Luckily, though, Buffalo has. A one-game advantage on a lot of these teams. And they can clinch as early as this week. Evan, we ready with more of that NFL music? Because it's time to get into it. Beautiful. Dolphins elevated Melvin Ingram to the active roster. Okay, that's interesting. Kind of a little worrisome. Michael Hartman's off IR. Yep. All right. We'll see what we get. Anyway, tonight we've got... Detroit against Dallas. Both of these teams have clinched the playoff spot, one of which is trying to hunt down a uh, a division title and also get back on track 
after a uh, after calamitous two games on the road in da- for Dallas here. Detroit, though, they're fighting for a chance at the one seed. So go get it, Detroit. I love their ability to keep trying to get through these things. They're tied in a three-way between Philadelphia and San Fran at 11-4. and four. They have a chance at that one seed if they can break through and San Fran wins one game. This was that game that I had seen that stat before we went on the air. Hit it. About... You know, this is the unstoppable force and the immovable object type of game here. Detroit 4-0 in primetime. Dallas 15-game winning streak at home. Which one of these things is going to crater here? This Which year? one is going to come to a crashing halt tonight in Arlington, Texas? All right. I like the Cowboys to probably bounce back, um, but they also could just be the frauds that we all thought they were. Because that's another thing. Dallas You'd has be not... totally surprised if a Mike McCarthy team has found this fraudulent. Yes. <laughs> so shocking. But yeah, no, like Dallas could easily falter here again too uh, to another strong team. And I would be more than happy to see Detroit uh, try to get themselves that number one seat. Sure, I'm happy to be wrong. It's just... Yeah. Gut feeling probably. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, Las Vegas against Indianapolis. Both of these teams, this is not a tank bowl. This is a uh, fight for a playoff spot. The Raiders are still alive somehow, and they need all the wins and the help that they can get in order to get through here. Indianapolis, though, has a chance to put the heat on Jacksonville in terms of the AFC South title as well. Indianapolis currently sitting in that seventh spot and needs every bit of help, too. They have all the tiebreakers, but they need to keep winning. So they need this one desperately in order to stay up at the top. Atlanta against Chicago. Hey, uh, this one almost got that trombone champ, but uh, the Bears are playing some respectable football. The Falcons are somehow in a playoff race. They're one game off still of the South. Actually, two, because they'll need to do better within their division. Uh, But it's not by much. No, they'll need Tampa to slip. They're playing. They're they're playing for something while also spoiling the AFC at the same time. Doing what they did to the Colts last week, which mm-hmm. was on two different planes. Super important. Yes, this is an interesting one. But the Falcons are just one of those weird teams. And then speaking of weird, though, the Bears still not mathematically eliminated at six and nine. So, but Chicago is playing with a lot of promise. They're trying to have players uh, and coaches keeping their jobs, and they might find their way into doing so. I think Atlanta's very beatable here. All right, um, Philadelphia against Arizona. Well, this one should be ugly. I mean, the Eagles have a chance to get right here with the Cardinals coming into town. And they're in the chase for the one seed as well as trying to make sure they keep their distance from Dallas. Only one game up. See, Arizona's tripped up a couple of teams this year, though. They have. Dallas was one of them. Dallas was one of them. I don't think it happens again, though. No. Not not with Philadelphia. Yes, Kyler Murray is obviously a better player, uh, but they also have not been doing well. They're very leaky faucet on defense, especially as of late. The only team that they've managed to stop as of within their last five games is the uh, inept Pittsburgh Steelers. So I don't think that uh, much of that is going to change. Trap game of sorts. Trap game of sorts potential, but at the same time, I'm not sure about that one. Ooh, Saints and Bucks. Saints and Bucks. We're looking at ourselves a nice little... A uh, chance for Tampa Bay to all but clinch it. Yep. They would clinch it with a win here against New Orleans. 
Is this uh, the best Baker has looked in his whole career? No. No? That Cleveland year when they went to the playoffs and then destroyed the Steelers in the uh, first round. That's got to be his best. Okay. Because that was before that shoulder injury that he tried to gut through and play through, and then he looked amongst his worst. So I do think that um, Mayfield has played better, but this is among his better years. As of recent, it's This obviously. pocket. This pocket has been insane. This yeah. four or five week stretch. No, he has been playing fantastic. It's just I'm talking on an overall grand scheme of like a season. But he has been coming on as of late, and that is huge for Tampa Bay. I think they should be winning here. New Orleans is as fraudulent as they come. They're 7-8 and eight with what was supposed to be the easiest schedule in the year. So, bury them. Get rid of them. San Fran, Washington. Uh, Sam Howell got benched, and he might not be benched. Jacoby Brissett hurt his hamstring in practice. Oh, come on. He's questionable. <laughs> so, Washington's nightmare season continues and is almost over. San Fran should roll. Everyone. Well, luckily, we don't have to go through much on this one. This is a good time to uh, get right for Jacksonville, even though they will be without Trevor Lawrence, and this is a good game to miss because it's Carolina. Yeah, Carolina's put a couple scares in some teams lately and even tripped up the uh, aforementioned Falcons. But come on, how seriously can I take Carolina? They're a bad football team. Uh, oh, yeah. They're well, a bad football team. Call a spade a spade there. I mean... It just gives you a little bit of pause. They did just drop 30 on the Packers. Yes. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that you can look at. And if I'm looking at only one week compared to the rest of their dreadful season, uh, I'm not looking at much. Speaking of the Packers, where do those goofballs play? When do those goofballs play? They play oh, they're uh, Sunday night. They're Sunday night. All right. Um, Baltimore against Miami. This is obviously the one that everyone's looking at. Your game of the week. Uh, one I hear, one I there. One I hear, one I there as uh, the Bills are taking on the Patriots. You kind of want to look at that scoreboard and see what's going on there for the fate of the AFC East. Obviously, it is remarkably simple. Uh, a Dolphins loss gives Buffalo hope to claim the AFC East next week in Miami. All right, Evan, you got that, you got that nasty music here? Because it's time. The New York Giants against the Los Angeles Rams. Really? I was. I honestly thought you were going to say uh, Chargers Broncos. Hang on, we're not there yet. But this is a this is a bad one for the one o'clock games. I, I'm thinking that it's just more or less because of the fact that the Giants play ugly football, no matter who their opponent is. They're just not fun to watch. And um, Tommy DeVito getting benched finally. Like, thank goodness. Let Tyrod reign supreme. <laughs> But this, the Giants are just a terrible football team that just drags everyone down into the dirt with them, or they just get their teeth kicked in. I think this is going to be more of the, the former than the latter, where they're going to make the Rams have to play ugly, ugly football to win. I'll be honest, I was a little bit shocked like Evan, too, that you went with Rams and Giants. Oh, don't worry. There's time for more than Pardon one. Pardon me? Oh, that's not fair. Yeah. You do more of these? Oh, yeah. Okay. We have, we have all of the power in the world here. I thought for a second Panthers-Jags might get it. With B third starting, yeah, that was a that was a potential. So, all right, good for you there. Hey, we move on though. Pittsburgh and Seattle. This one has a lot of playoff implications in two conferences here. Mm-hmm. Seattle holding on to the seventh seed. Pittsburgh is at nine, and obviously a win would help if the right things go Pittsburgh's way uh, when it comes to reclaiming a spot 
but they fell out of it. They had control. They lost control because their offense stinks. Their quarterbacks stink. And Mike Tomlin, though, refuses to have a losing season. I think that means that they're going to come away with this one against Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks are very up and down this year. Not one, And now they're facing a good, against a very good defense. Uh, this has got danger written all over for Seattle. Here, here. All right. Uh, moving on here. Cincinnati, Kansas City. This one is actually... Oh, so speaking of Pittsburgh, though, by the way. Pittsburgh, Seattle. Bills want a Seattle win. Because with the combination of Steelers and Bengals losing to Kansas City. So these two games that we've gone over. If both of these AFC North teams fall and the Bills win, Week 18 does not matter for playoff implication. It could matter for division. That is it. But if Miami wins and both of these North teams loses, Buffalo is going to lock in. Bengals Chiefs. Bengals Chiefs. I do think that, of course, um, the honeymoon for Jake Browning is over. Yeah. And Kansas City's strength this year has been their defense. This is a chance for them to bounce back after an embarrassing loss. So they're going to be peeved. And I do believe that they'll take it out on poor Jake Browning. All right, Evan. Do it again. You were right. You both were right. Easton Stick. Easton Stick against Jared Jared Stidham. This is... This is the glory of what this whole bit has become. How did we get here? We've fallen so far. We used to be a country. We used to be a proper country. country. And now we're getting Easton Stick against Jarrett Stidham. Willingly. With one of these teams fighting for a playoff spot. Ugh. Vile stuff. Vile. Sutton's out too. Oh my god. Keenan (laughs) Allen's out. And you know, the thing is is that we shouldn't be trashing on the Chargers too bad because they played a very gutty game against Buffalo. But at the same time, their talent deficiencies and injuries have caught up to them. And, um, oh, also, they fired their head coach, which actually might have been for the better for them. Yeah. We'll see what happens here. Denver is a little bit more uh, on the outside looking in. They're 7-8. and eight. They need a lot of things happen to them, uh, happen for them in their favor because they are the 12th team and have actually even been surpassed by the Raiders. Both at 7-8, and eight, by the way. So, they'll be the first team out when it comes to eliminations through tiebreakers if things just go poorly for them, even if they win. So, and then, yeah, then there's the Chargers, who should not even be where they are in the season. Duh, Chargers. Yes. Uh, you mentioned the Green Bay and those goofballs. They've got Minnesota at the, in the nightcap. This who is... Who do you like there? Uh, I like Minnesota, but I don't like it a lot. You don't have to like it a lot. I don't have to like it a lot. But the winner of this game, if Seattle or Los Angeles loses, they can sneak themselves into a seven seed. I also lean slightly towards Minnesota. Yes, but at the same time, like how much do we trust their quarterback situation? I mean, yeah, Jack Hall. yeah, it just it, 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 like yeah. It, imagine what would happen if Kirk Cousins was healthy with this team. The bad luck that they had to start the season. Yeah, they sure. they are clawing their way back after a disastrous start, and they've been in the mix ever since. So Packers won't have Stokes. Jerry Alexander isn't playing. I mean, 
Nick Mullins <laughs> likes to throw his picks, but he's not even starting. Yeah, he doesn't. So. Yeah, he's not even starting. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, should be a, a fun game for for one Justin Jefferson though. He shows up against the Packers. Yes, he does. He loves to show up against the Packers. All right, we'll wrap this show up in a pretty little bow in the next segment here. Thank you to everyone that's listened. Tweet it in. We'll wrap it up. Coming up next here, Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. All right. This is the last uh, segment of 2023 for Sports Talk Saturday. So I couldn't go ahead and, uh, and and be remiss here without saying my thank yous to everyone. I wish I had the whole squad here for it. But this show, since I took over it, has evolved. And I'm very proud of it. The fact that we have a rotation with you, Frank, and TJ all jumping on in here. And Evan has grown into the producer's role very well. And of course, all of you that listen, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And we established that from the ridiculous things that are said to the bits that we have to anything that we do. Um, it's different and it's meant to be different because we are different. Um, and I'm hoping that it's a, it's a good respite from the rest of the week. I don't, claim to be like Mike and Chris, um, as analytical and as, as smart as they are. I don't claim to be as smooth with everything as Jeremy. I am not Joe with his entertaining way of being able to really attract people in with some of the things that he can say. Um, I'm not, I'm not like everyone else. And I know that, and I'm proud of that. Well, you own it and that's important. And that's the thing is that I hope that all of you that listen also enjoy it because that's what we do this for. I mean, yeah, it's, it is selfishly for us. We have fun doing this show, but we wouldn't have this show. If people didn't listen, we wouldn't have this show. If people just turned us off all the time, we wouldn't have the show. If people weren't tweeting in, weren't calling in throughout the whole year. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, and here's to 2024 where, we get to start the year with this new crew and see what we can do from here. With that said, I would also like a, a certain team to pick it up for the love of everything. Three hours. Three hours away. But, um, yeah. And then one of them is hopefully clinching a playoff spot tomorrow. So let's see what we get. But in the meantime, thank you to everyone that has listened in Yes. To our show with Sports Talk Saturday and the way that we've turned it into our own goofy little thing. So, thanks for not turning us off right away. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. And we'll catch you on the other side. I'll be back in this chair tomorrow at 7 a.m. for Bill's pregame. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Breakfast with the Bills one more time. One final ride for uh, Breakfast with the Bills here in 2023 as well. And I will also be hosting the overtime show following Bills and Patriots. That's right. I'm running the dreaded getting here at like 6 in the morning and not leaving till 8 o'clock at night. That's going to be fun. You can always just come back. The game is going to be during that period. Why should I leave? I have to watch it in order to talk about it. Are you doing halftime? Oh, I have to do halftime. Nate's not. I don't know if Nate's going to be here for that or not, but um, someone has to do halftime. So I might have to do halftime. I don't know. I have to talk to Nate. Good question. I don't know yet. But you'll hear more from me tomorrow during Bill's pregame. For TJ and Frank, for Kyle and for Evan, I'm Derek. We're signing off here. Have a happy new year. Enjoy it responsibly. Enjoy it safely. Go Bills. Go Sabres. You've been listening to WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.